Thanks for checking out the Long and Short of It podcast. You can find us on all good podcast platforms. Please consider following or subscribing. We hope you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the Long and Short of It, the podcast where we discuss each of the games in the Metacritic Top 100 list. My name's Lawrence and I'm joined by... This is Dan. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome back. How are you today? I'm okay. Yeah. You've got your comfy clothes on. I've got my comfy clothes on. I've got a cup of tea with some honey in there for me throat. And yes, I'm sitting. Um, Are you well? That's bloody lovely. I'm quite well, yes. Uh, I have no complaints that I need to raise um, in general this week, so that's nice. So I would say that my state of well-being is well, which is nice to see, as I'm sure you would agree. Yes, it's always good to be well. Well, well, well. <laughs> so we, we've got a bit of a different episode um, this week. So we, we've almost done 100, 100 games now, and we're, uh, we're changing up the, the vibe a little bit this week just because we, we have to, and, and that's just all there is to it. too excited, because it's yeah. nothing too exciting. Yeah, it's, no, this is the most exciting podcast on the internet, as I'm sure many people would would concur with uh, however we are covering two games this week which isn't the first time we've done that on the podcast however a first time for the podcast is that one of us hasn't played either of the games which will uh which we'll get onto in a moment so this week we are going to be talking about the two final american football games on the list so if you've been a listener for a while you'll know that we've covered two of the madden games uh, I think within the past year we've done it maybe. Um, but this week we are going to be doing number 75 on the list, which is NCAA Football 2004. Uh, that has a score of 94 and was released for the PS2 in 2003. It was developed by EA Sports. And then we're also going to be covering number 16 on the list, so pretty high up is NFL 2K1, which was released for the Dreamcast in the year 2000. Uh, That has a score of 97 and was developed by Visual Concepts. So, um, first, probably the reason why both of us haven't played this game. Um, Dan is the devoted one this week. Um, He's played both of these. I haven't. The main reason was I struggled to get a copy of NCAA Football 2004 for a reasonable price. Um, and the reasoning for NFL 2K1 is because the game was released for the Dreamcast, and in the three years of us doing this podcast, I've uh, I've never actually picked one up. I've never owned a Dreamcast, so I was at a slight disadvantage this week, unless I wanted to shell out about 60 quid for um, for a game that I probably wouldn't have been able to play. So that's our disadvantage for the week. But I will ask you, as you are the man that has played said games, uh, do you have any history with either of these? No, no history whatsoever. No. Um, I think we discussed in our episode where we discussed uh, the Madden games that are on the list as well, that really we're not too big on sports games as a pair. Um, I, I enjoy a bit of FIFA here and there and I have played a few of the Madden NFL games back in the day because I quite like American football 
um, but I've not played either of these games before. Um, would you like to tell us where you played them? Yeah, this is where it gets interesting because I think you left out an interesting wrinkle uh, regarding these we games. We like a wrinkle. And that is... So NCAA 2004 uh, was only released in um, American regions, unlike the Madden games, which are released over here. Um, it was only released in Region 1 or Region A. Um, anyway, it was American regions. And so that complicates things a little bit so i also i think i paid um 40 or 50 pounds no maybe maybe 40 for mm. uh, my copy of this game um ncaa 2004 i bought it on the gamecube and there was a good reason i had to buy it on the gamecube and that was because um, i already had a freeloader disc um for my gamecube which if anyone has used a freeloader disc before or hasn't used a freeloader disc before you put in the freeloader disc you are then prompted to open up the top cover of the GameCube and replace it with the disc that you want to play. And it allows you to play um, games from other regions. So um, so I played that on the GameCube. And I played, obviously, NFL 2K1 on the Dreamcast. But similarly, this game was also only released in American regions. And I didn't have a freeloader disc for my Dreamcast, so I had to buy... Um, some sort of disc which looked very unofficial with some um, black marker pen on the front <laughs> and I put it into my Dreamcast and I was thinking this is not going to work and it did work um, so yeah uh, I had to buy the American version of that game as well and with a bit of toing and froing and setting things up and then also finding a workaround not a workaround I've got a device that um, a very specific device that's very good for playing retro consoles on a modern TV. Um, and I had to, because I, I moved fairly recently, I had to dig that out. I had to dig out my GameCube, dig out my Dreamcast, um, all the, the wires to connect them all, all together. The two different discs for each version. Um, so I spent a good probably hour um, setting up the console ready to play both of these games and luckily they both worked and we are here to discuss them and how much money do you reckon that you spent on being able to play both of these games overall from buying the games to all the numerous things you had to get to make them accessible um it's hard to say because i don't i i ordered nfl 2k1 a while ago i ordered the, the disc for the dreamcast a while ago so i ordered them probably six months ago mm. um I reckon I paid probably £15 for NFL 2K1. Okay. And then I paid probably an extra £5 for that disc. To, That's not to bad. Play it. Um, and then that was, yeah, surprisingly, that was the easy one to get hold of. And then the, the um, NCAA was, was harder to get hold of. Um, and as I say, it was, it was either £40 or £50, but I bought that a bit more recently. But I do remember it being... Um, the price of a, a normal game, really. Mm. So that's a bit of a kick in the teeth. Yeah, yeah. sure. So um, for those who aren't in the, the sporting sphere for American football, which I imagine might be quite a few of, uh, of you listeners, maybe, perhaps, I don't know, maybe you bloody love American football. I think it's all right. Uh, I prefer it to, to English football. Uh, and I know that you're, you're a bit 50-50 with it, aren't you? You don't mind it. 
I don't mind it. Yeah, mm. um, I, I think after playing all of these American football games, I'm pretty up on the rules now of American football, and uh, I do prefer it to. Personally, I prefer it to British football. Yeah, um, just a bit more aggressive, and I prefer yeah. it to soccer. Yeah. So there is a difference between uh, these two games and, and what they represent. So for anyone that uh, isn't up on question for you before before we carry on yeah go on um so did you view any footage of these games yes yeah for both of them um see. so when, when i when i answer your questions which i presume you'll have for me um you, you'll understand you, you should understand um what i'm kind of getting at yeah I, I imagine so i mean american football games haven't changed that much in the last 20 years other than graphics and you know adding a few bits and bobs here and there. There is one outlier in that, but I'll get to that. Okay. So the difference for anyone that isn't really up on American football between NFL and NCAA is the NFL is in line with, you know, the the, the standard, what you see on TV. So like the Super Bowl, that, that those are NFL team, uh, NFL team, so National Football League teams. And that's the kind of like leagues. the... Yeah, it's the... You know the the hoi polloi of football. It's the Premier League, uh, I suppose. If you want to, and NCAA is college football. Correct. As far as I know. Yeah, that's correct. So NFL is kind of like the equivalent of Premier League football in England. You know, your teams like Chelsea, Manchester United, Liverpool FC. Whereas NCAA football, as you quite rightly say, is the national colleague uh, colleague national colleagues here yeah, national college league. Um, I don't know what NCAA actually stands for. Do you know? What was that? <laughs> I was making the uh, the weekly blobby joke and you missed it. Oh, I did miss it. So would you like to repeat? The National Blobby League. The National Blobby League. That is correct. With um, and, and actually, funny, funny thing. The reason NFL 2K1 isn't Madden NFL 2K1 is because they did a... Um, they did like a little trial with Mr. Blobby uh, and it was going to be Blobby NFL 2K1 um, but they realised well they realised before they release that as their as their primary demographic for this game was going to be the American audience who didn't know who the bloody hell Mr. Blobby is um, they had to you know just remove that and it was too late to get the Madden um, you know property so they just had to go with NFL 2K1 there you go yeah the more you know sad news for all involved Sad news for all involved indeed. So in these two games, I mean, it's quite self-explanatory as to what these kind of games are anyway, but would you like to give us a little rundown on what you do in these games? So NCAA, yeah, they're, they're quite surprisingly, for me, different cases. So yeah. NCAA 2004 is an EA game. To me, it's basically um, Madden without those teams but with the uh, with the college teams instead and within the menus of NCAA um, 2004 they even have a, a promo for, for Madden and it plays very similarly to those um, I'd say that probably Madden 2004 played a bit better than it um, but yeah so so you, it's, a, it's an American football game with with various uh, modes they've got typically a, a, a sort of season mode which aren't as fleshed out as they are nowadays. Um, you've got your exhibition mode where you, you set up your teams that you want to play. Um, American football is basically a distance game. 
um, a bit like sort of like rugby if you're um, if you're into rugby um, and in, in terms of the contact side of things um, but basically every every play that you make make you're trying to gain distance and you're trying to score a touchdown and if you lose the ball then the opponent team or the opposing team will do the same you've got four um, attempts to uh, to yes, make ground correct yeah um, and then there are some interesting caveats in that if you fumble or if um, yeah certain things happen and the opposing team can get the ball back um, so NFL 2k1 is there's a reason why I think it's so high on the list um, I think it was produced by Sega yeah, um, it was Sega all over the branding of this game. Correct. And it's, to me, Sega's take on American football. So when I say Sega's take on American football, what do you immediately think? Arcade. Yes, correct. So it's, it's much more arcadey, but in a very fun way. And it's quite daunting, first of all, to play American football games because... You have lots of plays. Um, so when, when you when you start your turn, you have lots of plays at your feet. And if you don't know what you're doing, it can be quite overwhelming because it's a very strategic um, sport. Sure. And once you've learned one game, so I played NCAA first and then I went to NFL 2K1. And once you've played one game and you kind of get to grips with it and then you start playing another game that does it similarly but different, um, it kind of turns you around a bit and when I first started playing NFL 2k1 I was like oh oh dear I've got to now learn how to do this but then it slowly started to click and then it's all just a little bit a touch exaggerated and the animations are a touch over the top I mean it's it's not um it's not ridiculous it's not comic-y but um just a touch more than Madden and I enjoyed that so a bit more gamey, the, uh, yeah, and and the takedowns and stuff—they're they're all a bit more impactful, and um, yeah, there's some really nice animation work in there, and and I I ended up, um, spoiler for the whole episode, I ended up enjoying NFL 2K1 um, more than NCAA 2004, mm. and probably the most out of any American football game on the list. So I I think that's why it's where it is because it is quite unique. It's not your um, annual American football game. It's quite a different beast from the rest. Um, so yeah, hopefully that's a bit of a rundown of what you do in these games and uh, the differences yeah. between them. I mean, I don't know too much about the um, college football league. Um, I know that there's always been a lot of debate about whether or not um, the athletes who are very strategically named student athletes, I know they don't get paid um, although they bring massive crowds, and the, the the college football league is an absolute cash cow. And they get um, ab- ab- scholarships and stuff. Money. Yeah, and and they get like um, cars for advertising because it's big business in America. Huge. Um, I'm very into wrestling, and a lot of wrestlers were former NCAA um, uh, players. So, yeah, I think y- y- people who go through it tend to go on to something else um, whether mm. it be american football uh, as a as a as a main thing or something else as more sports or sports entertainment etc yeah it, it, it sets or, them I mean, up i suppose or, um yeah 
what, what, one of the things that I noticed for NCAA, which I quite like the look of, is the college classics mode. Did you yeah. play play around with that at all? So, um, yeah, one of the interesting things about this game is that, first of all, I did an exhibition and you've got all these teams from across the years. Yeah. So you might have, um, I don't know, the team that I played as was the Florida Gators, I think it was. Right. Um, and you had, you might have Florida Gators 81, Florida Gators 85. Florida Gators 93. Got you. Florida Gators 2000 and so on. And you'd have that for various teams and it's their lineup from those years and some of the older teams have got really higher rankings. So basically it's a legends mode yeah. of um, the college football league. A bit and like what they did in um, WWE 2K13 when they had the Attitude Era. So you could play as like yeah. The Rock from you know 2001 well, or yeah, The Rock so from 2013 or whatever. Yeah, so, so wrestling games have been um, doing that for a long time in terms of having um, legends from yesteryear yeah. in their games. But um, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's a common thing in other sports games. But you, do, you know, you get it here and there. Um, you, you do get it in some of the FIFA games. You get like old players like Maradona and that. Um, yeah. So yeah, this is just their version of it, and it's quite interesting. And, and then from that mode, I think I, I did have a look at it. I didn't play anything from it, but I think you can play classic games. Correct, yeah, like f- famous games from yesteryear going back uh, to 1980 all the way up to um, 98, I think, um, and playing yeah. like classic college football games that are kind of in American folklore, I suppose, which is quite a cool thing. And, and it's something that um, EA used to do. They used to put in like quirky little things like that in their old sports games. Like I remember the old um, fight night games. Did you ever used to play those? Yeah, I love the Fight Night games. Yeah, and you know that there were there were things in those games that like harkened back to classic fights or whatever, or different you had modes the that you could do. There that you could use. Um, yeah, and you know yeah. if if you started a career as you know Muhammad Ali, then you'd start off in the nineteen sixties, um, stuff like that, which was really cool. And it doesn't really seem like EA does that kind of thing anymore, which is a shame because well, they killed off Fight Night, didn't they? So. Well, yeah, exactly. And, you know, a lot of sports games used to be a lot more involved with the decisions and the stories that you could take on as, um, you know, managers or, or, or specific players, etc. Um, and it isn't really something you see anymore. It's just, you know, we want to get, like, for, for FIFA, for example, is we just want to do Ultimate Team so we can get people to buy microtransactions and therefore make more money. And it, it's a bit sad. But... Moving forwards, um, speaking of gameplay as king, across the two games, I'm guessing you're probably going to focus on NFL 2K1 here, but what was your favourite thing to do? Um, so Besides score I, a touchdown. I focus on NFL 2K1, um, but it was also something that I did in, in Madden 2004. Um, so when you're at one end of the, of the field and you get the the ball for for some reason and you somehow get past the defenders i didn't manage to do it in ncaa that's why um, i'm not mentioning it there but i did manage to do it in yeah. nfl 2k1 and i managed to do it in madden 2004 when we played that you get past the defenders and you just hear the commentary team say and um and the 40 and the 50 or, or the, the 30 and the 20 and then you get closer and closer to touchdown and 
that's just a very cool thing. And when you pass those defenders and just running, I don't know, yeah. it's it's, uh, it's satisfying, it's quite isn't it? Sweet. Yeah, it's quite a sweet feeling, and um, I don't think you can replicate that in many games or in many sports games. Mm. So yeah, the, I I managed to do that in NFL 2K1 a couple of times, and yeah, it's very satisfying to do. Nice. And these two games, would you say that they're fun? Yeah, um, I think there's a caveat in that they are American football games. I think NCAA is your um, more, I think, normal to get the most kind of, of run-of-the-mill. Yeah, but I think you need to be um, a real fan of college football to appreciate that game. I think it's made for um, big fans of college football. And yeah. if you're not one of those, then you probably wouldn't buy it in the first place. I don't know if the NCAA series is still going. No, it um, isn't. The last one came out in 2014. Okay, well, there you go. And I'm not necessarily surprised because it does seem like um, an EA decision from yesteryear. And uh, in terms of NFL 2K1, that's definitely a fun game to play. And I, I think that'd be quite fun to play in multiplayer as well. Interesting. Okay, so in terms of the look and sound of these two games... Where would you say that they rack up compared, well, firstly to each other and secondly to the other NFL games that we've played on this list? Um, I think NCAA 2004 doesn't look as good as Madden 2004. No. Um, but it probably looks a bit better than Madden 2003. Um, one thing I noticed about that game is that all the characters kind of looked oddly similar in terms of their faces. They all looked a bit, um, I don't know. They all look, looked a bit like <laughs> ventriloquist dummies. So, yeah. Yeah. FIFA had that problem in the mid 2000s as well. I remember like looking at character models for, uh, like in, in, in my teenage years, I was a, I was a Chelsea fan um, and trying to look at the faces of like the, the Chelsea captain at the time, John Terry, or Frank Lampard, and it just looked nothing like them. Um, and, and unfortunately... It like Thunderbirds. Yeah, the, the the thing that I find with EA uh, sports games is if they're... Because, you know, they, they're, they're putting in facial animations for thousands of footballers, really, um, or, or hundreds and hundreds at, at least. And those ones that play for, like, League 3 teams yeah. in, I don't know, the Saudi League or something, they're not going to put as much effort into the facial captures of those players because no. realistically, comparatively, people aren't going to be playing as those teams as much as they're going to be playing as Manchester United or you know how important it is to get Lionel Messi's face right or, or Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, but particularly in the mid-2000s, it was, it was very obvious who they were spending time moulding and who they weren't. It was quite quite funny, to be fair. The faces looked quite, a little bit cursed. Like the... Do you remember, uh, so in Gran Turismo, um, you get the cars that are the really nice cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Modeled freshly. And then you get the cars which are from, from uh, Gran Turismo 3 and they've just um, up-resed them yeah. throughout the games so that you had some of the same models, I think, in uh, Gran Turismo 5 as you did in Gran Turismo 3. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, and, you know, like we say, there is a reason for that because they know who's going to be focusing on what and, you know, what those um you know who's going to be 
basically playing with the the, the 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 more famous players or the more famous cars in in that that instance i suppose um so moving on to the question of the week it's because from from doing my research on i just want to touch on um so that that was i I just want to carry on in terms of the graphics briefly yeah sure um so ncaa um 2004 apart from that it looks quite nice it looks i mean it's it's typical that generation yes um, where things are starting to look a bit more realistic there's there's texture on on the Mm -hmm. fields and yeah now the, the big thing you'll notice when you when you first boot up uh, NFL 2K1 is the lack of um, a proper texture on the field, so it's very solid block. Yeah, colours looks and, like and that, that's green concrete the board. Yeah, and that's across the board really in terms of the, the whole graphics. It, it's a bit blocky, but actually for the time and for the Dreamcast, some of the stuff looks quite nice, like the helmets and that, um, and the faces look okay, and it it looks like the precursor to the Madden games. It does look like that. Um, but I think you've got to place it at the time that it was released on the console that it was released. This was when we just come out of the um, N64 PS1 era where we didn't really see graphics like this. So for the time, it was probably quite impressive. For sure. Um, but n- now it looks... Um, they look like ham sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, oh, that was another thing that NFL, uh, no, NCAA um, 2004 had. They had a mascot mode where you could um, choose the mascots from the different teams and you could play all, all the characters who were dressed in the mascot outfit and you could play against the other mascot. <laughs> um, nice. So that was just a silly mode. Um, so you could, you could dress his team as Mr. Blobby, really? Yeah, I, that would have been the ideal point to make. That would have been. That would have taken it to it, number uh, one, wouldn't it, really? <laughs> Yeah, we need to sharpen up on our blobby references. That's right, and more more blobby broadcasts. Um, and, and and just quickly touch on the sound. Um, I thought the commentary actually in NFL Two K One was better than the commentary in NCAA Two Thousand and Four. It was really smooth transitions because you know you know with commentary, you get a name of someone and then you'll have a line about them, but there's sometimes a bit of yeah. a, a load between the name and the line. It just sounded really smooth in NFL 2K1. Felt like it had been recorded as a whole sentence and they'd done that for all the yeah, players or there, something. There th- yeah, there was things like laughter between the commentators and there were just very natural lines and it, it struck me as being quite ahead of its time in terms of the commentary. Sure. And NCAA was fine, um, but it didn't impress me quite as much as that because I was I was expecting some very... I wasn't really expecting commentary in no. NFL 2K1. And then to have this kind of very slick commentary surprised me. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I suppose particularly for games of that age, you don't really expect anything too special, do you? It's very much run of the mill for the mid noughties So it's nice when yeah. things, particularly older things like NFL Two K One, can surprise you like that. And um, NFL Two K One also had in the um, intermissions between your between plays, it also had typically Sega arcade music playing in the background, which was nice as well. Yeah. Well, the the arcade element, because look, looking into these games, I, I did notice that because obviously it's from Sega as well, you, you expect it to be a, a bit more arcade-y. Um, it, it kind of moulds into the question of the week. So these days you see more, or, or particularly more um, 
more attention being paid to those realistic sports games, you know, the EA sports games that come out every year, FIFA, your NHL games, um, NBA, uh, your NFL. Uh, what's the what's the baseball league called? Is it the MLB, Major League Baseball? But all yeah, of those yeah, yeah. all of those games, they try to pose quite realistic, um, you know, kind of kind of gameplay experiences, which is fair enough because that's what a lot of people like, and that you know they they, they want to experience playing the game as if they're watching it in, you know, um, as if they're watching their favorite teams on on the screen, you know? But yeah, I'd say that there is an argument for the more arcadey, the more, more cartoony sports games still coming out, which you don't really see as much anymore. And I think I probably know the answer to this, but why do you think there is more of a focus on those more serious um, games instead of the the more cartoony, fun, arcade kind of vibes? I think... Um... Sega left the console market. Yeah. I think that was a big one. And one thing playing this list, and I, and I had a Dreamcast anyway, um, playing through this list and playing some games that were originally released on the Dreamcast, it was quite a special little console. And it was quirky. And in the same way that some of Nintendo's consoles are, um, quite unique. And when they left the console market, think something was lost and even sega modern sega they, they do they, they make some really good games um but they're not that sega anymore and i think we've talked about it before gamers are growing up um the gamers that were young playing on um ps1 the n64 or older consoles are now grown up and the modern um audience of younger players they're not into the same games that we were into so the only people that would probably play those more it's not going to appeal to the casual audience not it's not going to appeal to the players that buy fifa every year um, and it's their one game that they buy a year it's just not going to um, it's going to appeal to niche players that like more gaminess in their games and i think it's a it's a practical thing that um, realistic sells, and the only company that's sort of left in that um, more stylized space is um, Nintendo and and sometimes Sega, but that's it really. So yeah, it, it's a uh, I don't know I don't I don't even know if it's any more complicated than that. I, I I think there probably are some wrinkles to it, but I think it is just that straightforward in a way. Yeah, and I mean, you do have fun elements put into some games still. Like, I remember the old NBA Jam games. Um, you had modes where you could play yeah. as politicians. Um, you know, you could FIFA have Barack Street. Obama and Joe Biden on your team or something. Or yeah, FIFA Street um, was quite a cool one. So there are elements still out there, but it just isn't as common anymore, is it? Because, like you say, those companies that did focus on those those elements aren't really in the sphere anymore, I suppose. Well, Which is a shame. doing it are focusing on money rather than yeah those quirky uh sort of experiences shock but yes <laughs> alas so i suppose th- this is a bit of a shorter episode because like we said i haven't played either of the games and it- it's more you kind of talking me through them but 
Do you think that both of these games deserve to be on the list, or do you think one of these games deserves to be on the list, or what's your what's your thoughts on it? Well, I would view um, I would view Madden 03, Madden 04, and NCAA 2004 as in the same category. Yeah, and within that category. If I were to pick one, um, it's probably going to shock no one. I would pick Madden 2004. Yeah. Um, I think the other games within that category are just too similar to each other. And the fact is Madden 2004 was the newest one. And therefore it was the most refined, had the best graphics, had um, the the, the most um, tutorials and kind of uh, easing you into the gameplay. So it was very user-friendly and those bells and whistles that you look for whereas uh the other games just like that just because they're slightly older whereas then i view um nfl 2k1 in a, a sort of different league which is an arcade sports game which i don't think we've had many of on the list if any and no. um i i enjoyed it and if it was more accessible these days and i didn't have to um plug in the dreamcast into my device and then into my tv to play it then um i might play it more often but yeah as it stands probably not no that's fair enough i think that one definitely deserves to be there i think ncaa no it gets superseded by madden 2004 yeah well it'll be an interesting conversation when we come to ranking um the last 50 games won't it Uh, because i think all four of them will be in the the latter 50 so um, so based on the conversations we've had, footage that you've seen, I'm going to bounce the question back at you, even though you've not played the games. Um, I think from what I've seen, I would enjoy NC. Uh, sorry, I, I would enjoy uh, 2K1 because it's different, whereas the rest of them are very run-of-the-mill. Um, so if you were going to say you could only have two, it would be same as you, NFL 2K1 and then NFL 2004. Um, but if you were to only have one, I can't answer that co- question yet fairly because no. I'd be tempted to say NFL 2K1 because it's different but I haven't played it so no, it's that. hard for me to answer that question um, but if if I get a chance you know at some point maybe I can answer that question as and when yeah, but well, maybe next time you're here yeah um, I'll set up the old Dreamcast the old Dreamcast and pass the controller you'll around have a, probably a half hour teething period where you're trying to get your head around it and then it would just suddenly click yeah yeah but yeah we'll we'll see i suppose when we come to that ranking episode um but yeah like we say it's a bit of a shorter episode this week just because of um technological limitations in terms of console accessibility but moving forward game coming up that has even more (laughs) problems than that but yes that's uh that's coming towards the very end but uh what what are we doing next week uh so next week we're going to do mario um Mario Odyssey, and then we're going to have a break for um, a week probably, and then uh, come back with another another game. But yeah, Mario Odyssey next week. Correct. Uh, Finalising our um, our Mario games from the list, which we've been working through for our Mario Odyssey. Yeah, it is our Odyssey, um, as written by Homer. But. Yep. As always, uh, you can find us on our social media, The Long Short of It Podcast. You can email us at thelongshortofitpodcast at hotmail.com. And yeah, we hope you've enjoyed our slightly different episode on some American football games. But is there anything else that you want to throw in? No, that's it. 
bloody lovely. Well, we'll see you next week for some hat-based antics with Mario Odyssey. We'll see you then. Cheerio. See you on the next one.